Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Wednesday morning. And I was talking about some restaurant horror stories in the last hour because there's this story out of Fall River uh, that there's a young man, 19 years old, who worked at the Popeye's in Fall River, you know, Popeye's chicken. I should have had a drop from little Nikki. Popeye's chicken is the shit. But, you know, I didn't have it ready. Uh, The Popeye's chicken is pretty, pretty popular. If you haven't had it, you've, you should give it a try. I mean, it's no, it's no crispy, crunchy chicken. That to me is the best chicken in New Bedford. But the Popeye's chicken is, you know, my Popeye's experience is mostly from, well, when I was a kid, they opened one up in Brockton. And my sisters took dancing lessons in Brockton on Saturday mornings. And it was kind of like one of those things where if we were, if we behaved ourselves, you know, maybe we'd go to Popeye's and get some chicken for lunch. Because there wasn't a lot of them around. And I liked spicy and you could get it spicy. And so it was kind of like, that was the way that we experienced. In fact, the first time that I had it, was when we went to the Popeyes in Brockton because WBCN was there and they were giving away two pieces of chicken and a biscuit. And so we went down there and, you know, I, I thought it was the coolest thing getting to meet people from the radio. But the um, the most experience I had with Popeyes, though, was at the Providence Place Mall when I used to go to the beer festival over at the convention center. And then we would uh, meander our way over to the mall and go and get a bunch of Popeye's chicken till we sobered up. And then we go in Dave and Buster's and, you know, just play games until we sobered up. We always had a designated driver too, but my brother was uh, underage, so he was always willing to drive us in exchange for we bought him Popeye's chicken and gave him money to play video games. But anyway, I digress. Popeye's chicken, pretty popular. This was Monday night, dinner time, 6.40 p.m., Customer complains, uh, uh, again, this is based on the reporting from Channel 6. This is what the police told them. Customer complains his food is taking too long. Heated exchange with this Popeye's employee, this 19-year-old kid, and the customer himself was was a 22-year-old guy. But this 19-year-old kid uh, eventually, allegedly, picks up a metal tray, 
throws it at the customer and hits him above the eye. I've never gotten to the point where I've been physically accosted by by an employee in a restaurant, nor have I ever, when I was the employee in the restaurant, physically accosted a customer. But there have certainly been some high-pressure incidents. One of the most head-scratching things that ever happened to me was when my ex-wife and I were dating, we used to love to go to Plymouth to this Mexican restaurant that was on the waterfront. Now, I can say the name of the restaurant because they've been long out of business. It was called Iguanas. And we loved it there. The food was amazing. The service was always great, even when they were always super busy because, again, it's downtown Plymouth or it's, you know, the waterfront in Plymouth. They had on the second floor a giant glass case tank, like really big glass enclosement in the middle of the dining room that they had a huge iguana that lived in and, you know, therefore iguanas. And it was just one of our favorite places to go. And we also worked late. They were usually open late. So it was, you know, probably, I'd say we probably went there once a month. And there was a time that we went in, just her and I, I don't remember what time of night it was, but they were pretty busy and we were starving. So we sat down, we both ordered an appetizer. Of course, Mexican restaurants are going to bring you some chips and salsa. But we each ordered an appetizer and we each ordered a, an entree. Appetizers come. The food is so plentiful there. The, the portion sizes are so large between the tortilla chips because, you know, we just started eating those right away because we were hungry. And our appetizers, by the time the entree came, we were pretty full. I took a couple of bites out of my entree. She didn't even eat hers. And we said, well, this is fine because now we can take these home and, and heat them up tomorrow. I think we were still in college at the time, too. So having, you know, food you could just throw in the microwave was hugely helpful with our schedules. So, like, not a, you know, we're not upset about this. We'll just pack it up and take it home. Server came over and said, you know, oh, is everything okay? Oh, yeah, we're just filled up on appetizers and chips. Um, but can you wrap these up? We'll take them home. Oh, sure. Yeah, no problem. Takes them, takes them away. And then we don't see her again for like 45 minutes. We're sitting there like, what's going on? Where is our food? Like, where's our check? We just, we want to get out of here. And finally, I flag somebody else down and I say, can you go, just go get us our check and our, and our, our uh, takeout plates? Because, you know, we kind of want to get going. And the person went back there. Again, it's like a 10 minute wait, comes back out and says, uh, hang on, let me find your server. I was like, yeah, let me find our server. I've been looking for her. So then she comes out of the kitchen, hands us the check, and hands us a bag with two takeout containers in it. 
I don't remember what for what reason we opened up the takeout containers. I think it was probably to put some hot sauce on something. They had all these different hot sauces on the table. Um, and I think I wanted to just like put some hot sauce on something. But I opened it up and it wasn't our meals. It was somebody else's half-eaten food. Now, I only took a few bites out of mine. She didn't even touch hers. She didn't take a single bite out of hers. So we know it's not ours because these are mostly eaten. So I call her over, tell her, hey, this isn't our order. And she's like, that's the only takeout order we had back there. I don't know what you're talking about. And she walks away. So then... I'm upset. Try not to be angry. But obviously, you know, and it's not a cheap place to eat. You know, we're talking, this was late 90s. So it was probably, you know, 50 bucks for everything. But that was a lot of money to go out to eat in those, in those days. My dad used to always think I was nuts because I would spend 50 bucks for two people when I went to a restaurant. So we take the check and we go downstairs. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I left a thing out. When, when it... No, 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 no. I had it right. Sorry, sorry. It's been a while, so I got to get it all right. So, okay, so we left the table we, and we had to go downstairs to pay your check. And so we go downstairs and the person's like, was everything okay? Well, actually... Can you take these entrees off the bill? Because we didn't eat them and we asked to have them wrapped up and they weren't wrapped up. We got somebody else's half-eaten food, which I'm not taking home. Can you just take the entrees off the bill? I said, I would, I would ask you to recook them, but we don't want to spend the time. It's, it's, we've been sitting here now longer than we were here eating, like waiting for this debacle to end. And the manager was like, or the person that was the cashier was like, well, do you want some free dessert? Like, no, we don't want free dessert. Just take the meals that we didn't eat off the bill, please. Well, I can't do that. Okay, well, can you get me somebody that can? Well, he's really busy and I don't know. I'm like, it's like, I'm not paying this bill. So you can either get the manager or you can get the police. Like, at this point, I was just fed up. Manager comes over, apologizes. You know, it, it took a little while for the manager to come over, but he comes over and apologizes. I explain what happened. He's like, I don't even know how that could have happened. You know, do you want me to have them recook you the entrees? I will gladly have them do that, no charge. And I said, no, no, we don't have the time. And he was like, okay, I'm going to just wipe away your entire bill for the night. And again, we had appetizers. We had a couple of drinks. He's like, I'm going to wipe away your entire bill. I'd already left the tip upstairs. He says, uh, we're going to wipe it all away. And I hope this won't affect you coming back. And I said, honestly, this is one of our favorite places. We've never had a problem. This is just a, you know a one-time inconvenience, we will certainly be back. And he said, when you come back, I want you to come and see me. 
And I was like, okay. Now I know in the back of my mind, I'm not going to do that. I'm not that kind of person to go, oh, you said you were going to hook me up when I came back. So a couple months later, we go back with a group of friends. So there's probably six or eight of us. And we go upstairs, we have our dinner, we have our, you know, our appetizers, our drinks, our dinner. I'm sure some people probably got dessert. And then we're just waiting for the bill to come. The server comes over and says, can I get you anything else? Says, no, no, we're just waiting for the check. And, uh, you know, if you could, you know, help us divide it up. And she's like, oh, no, 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 there's, there's no check. Like, what do you mean? No, no, there's no check. The manager said he's taking care of it all. So without me even mentioning it, he remembered who I was or must have seen us come in or, or somebody must have alerted him and he took care of it. I was just blown away by that. I, was, I couldn't believe that they, that they would do that. When he'd already, in my mind, made up for what happened the last time by, by just taking care of that whole bill. So that to me was above and beyond and, you know, kind of the way that you should handle things. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Oh, good morning, Tim. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Um, it's just funny how you're talking about uh, restaurant um, service situations. You know, I have to call this morning about that to complain. You know, I haven't been to Olive Garden in quite a while. Um, and I know the last time I was there, which was probably months ago, I was already pretty disappointed with their service and the food but you know yesterday i ended up going there um because um my little niece so whatever you know their kids they like to go there because of the pasta and whatever so you know we went there you know between the service and the quality of the food and we know that olive garden is not cheap okay um fifty dollars later i was i was just so disappointed really um, you're talking about the waitresses. One thing I did notice, and I've noticed there. So yesterday I was trying to figure out how many tables this waitress had. And I think the most she had was three tables. And it wasn't just the, you know, the service with me. It was even with the, the couple that was across from me because they were pretty frustrated. Um, they come, they bring your breadsticks, your soup, your salad first. And then they disappear for like 15, 20 minutes. Um, they don't, you know, they're not constantly checking, you know, do you need, you know, more water? You need more bread? Nothing. Um, then they come, they bring the food. Once they bring you your entree, now they've disappeared for about an hour. So, you know, I have no idea what these waitresses at Olive Garden are doing where they're not, you know, like in other places coming to... Um, ask you, you know, everything okay? Do you need more, you know, need another drink? Do you need more bread? No, like you basically have to track them down. And then when it comes time for the bill, which is what happened to the couple that was across from us, um, it was an older couple. They had a little boy, must have been the grandson. She had already handed the credit card uh, to the waitress with the bill. And he got so aggravated because the little boy was, you know, becoming um, 
you know, he just, the little boy was, I guess, already fed up with being there, too. He took the little boy, I guess, left. And the woman sat there almost, this is no word of a lie, almost 20 minutes waiting for the waitress to come back um, with the bill and her credit card. And, And she was so aggravated, she got up. And she started looking for the waitress, you know, and and the, just the quality of the food lately there. Like now, um, for example, the um, pasta fagioli, the plates are a lot smaller, which, OK, I get it because everybody's, you know, downsizing their food portions. But it was just all um, all like watery. It wasn't that like thick consistency that it usually is. But. I mean, you know, putting the food issue aside, the service there is like unbelievable. I I don't understand. It is so bad. I don't understand what the issue is. Well, I can the, um, I can tell you I have a I have a friend who works in a chain restaurant, not not that one, but works in a chain restaurant. And we were talking about because she had worked previously in um, well, it was a chain restaurant too, but it was a high-end chain restaurant. She was making a lot of money and she ended up leaving there because it was just too much, you know, high pressure, backstabbing, all that kind of stuff. And she went to work in a mid-level chain, you know, probably about the same amount of money you'd spend at an Olive Garden going out to eat. And I said, how are your tips there in comparison? And she said, actually, I make a lot less money, but it's for a different reason. And I was like, well, what do you mean? She said, because we get so many takeout orders now and DoorDash orders and things like that, that more of my time is spent packaging up those things than it is actually waiting on tables. And I'm not getting any tips on that. So that might be kind of what you might've been experiencing is those, the servers might've been disappearing because they've got to go in the back and start packaging up those takeout orders. The other part, and then they got to bring them out to the people when they pull up in the cars. But the, um, the one thing I will say is I, I always have suspected the the disappearance during the soup, salad, and breadsticks portion of the meal is, mm-hmm. of course, it's unlimited. Well, it's only unlimited if they actually come back to your table and you can get them to refill it. So I wonder if part of that is strategic. If you stay away, they can't ask for more. Well, I mean, I get what you're saying about the whole, you know, uh, takeout orders, you know, like what you're explaining. Yeah, that makes sense. But I just feel... Um, you know, before even before the whole COVID thing and everything else, I just feel that that Olive Garden really, uh, as far as their service, uh, in-house service uh, for customers, just really is has never been good. I know it's gotten a lot worse, but it's just never been good com- um, compared to other places, um, especially when you're paying you know, the prices that you're paying there, because I mean, let's face it, their plates are not cheap. I get it. You get soup and salad, whatever, whatever. But anyway, um, yeah, I was just, uh, I don't know. I, to me, you know, my attitude, to be honest with you, Tim, is, you know, I've had enough and I think I won't be coming back for a very, very long time. So anyway, that's my story. All right. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much. I don't know if you're on social media or, you know, if you have email capabilities, but let Olive Garden corporate know, because I, I have some friends that, that, um, they have a podcast that they talk about Olive Garden and Olive Garden just sends them stuff. And, and, you know, they, they always try to like, you know, do as much as they can to be responsive to people. So I bet you if you send something to them and let them know, you know, first of all, it would make them aware of it so they can fix it. But also, you know, they might toss you a gift certificate or something. All right. Have a good day. You yep. as well. Thank Take you. care. Yep.
Going to squeeze in another one real quick. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. It's me again. I know it's one call, but I just... Yeah, your other, your other call was just a logistic question. All right, Tim. So I used to waitress when I was young. I did a lot of waitressing at some fine restaurants, Chatham Bars Inn for one, and um, Moby Dick's. It's back Eddie now. Anyway, I did quite a bit of it, and that's why when I said to you it's not the same, we were taught to wait on the people the proper way. And you would have to ask to heat the coffee up. Or we knew what you were drinking. You didn't have to say it twice. All you had to do was really lift your finger up. But anyways, it's not that way today. Unfortunately, like this woman was just saying, it's not that way. But you didn't want to listen to me when I called in. You said, I don't want to lump everybody together. And they don't have, they really, a lot of the, the kids today don't have good work ethics. Well, but again, that that is lumping lumping people together. We're talking about specific instances and specific examples. Um, and I, I think you've probably also gone out to places and had young people that have waited on you that have done a perfectly fine job. You know, I'm not happy at all when I go out, actually, because it's, they just expect the tip. And uh, there's fellas that call in your show before um, you were on the morning show, and it's... Uh, it's not, you don't even have to leave the tip and we feel obligated. Everybody does. Even I do. It's like, how can you stiff somebody even though the service was lousy, but it's, it's, you're not supposed to even tip. It's, it's the man explained it. It's for good service. Well, listen, so, I, I see servers complaining all the time on social media about people who didn't tip them and, you know, this person stiffed me and, you know, it's like, you know what, though, in the end, you averaged out to making a lot more than minimum wage. You made a lot more than the cook's making, a lot more than the dishwasher's making, and honestly, and I'm sure I'm going to get some hate from people, you had the easiest job out of everybody. So well, one thing, Tim, listen, before you hang up, the, um, the, the Olive Garden, I get a health letter. And it says that it's a triple bypass waiting to happen. And <laughs> it is very rich. Yes. No, it's no good for you. So everybody's going to Olive Garden for what? I don't know. And you know what? $50 today isn't really that much. Because go on the waterfront down here by yourself yeah, no. and see what the tab is. Yeah, one most... drink and just some appetizers. <laughs> Entrees are between 20 and 30 bucks at a lot of places these days. Yeah, that's oh, just how yeah, it is. Yeah, just apps and that uh, a drink is sixty bucks. Well, I can tell you this much: if you ever go out, if you ever went out to eat and I waited on you, you would have the best experience of your life. <laughs> I was a very good server. I wasn't. I was an angry cook, but I was everybody's favorite server when I would pop out from the kitchen and have to wait tables. So, I bet you were okay. All right, you have a good day. You too. Bye bye. And uh, I will. Uh, I will say this. You shouldn't eat at Olive Garden on a regular basis. Or if you are, you know, make sure that you are balancing what you're having. Because, yeah, it is bad for your health to eat food that is that rich all the time. I went to Olive Garden maybe two months ago. I got some takeout from Olive Garden and it was the first time I'd been there in years. And I forget, I think I got chicken parm. And it was good, but it was it was rich. It was heavy. It took me two days to eat it, and I just was thinking, like, how do people go? Like, I know people who go there like, oh, we go there twice a month. How? How can you eat that? 
kind of stuff. But anyway, and even even before I was, you know, on the weight loss plan, I don't think I could have gone there that often. Anyway, I do have to take a break here for the news. When we come back on the other side, we'll take more of your calls. 508-996-0500. Caller, hang on. We will get to you. Uh, but right now, we have to go to the news and get all the latest headlines of the day from Phil. Before that, though, I'm going to do a quick break, and then we'll have the news on the other side. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. Over a billion dollars in loan forgiveness is being announced by the Biden administration. Borrowers in the Saving on a Valuable Education or SAVE program who've made at least 10 years of payments will receive an email from President Biden today that amounts to an estimated 153,000 borrowers. The U.N. resolution calling for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza is being vetoed by the United States. U.S. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield said the resolution would negatively impact sensitive negotiations to free hostages held by Hamas. A Los Angeles woman is being detained in Russia after being accused of treason. Russian authorities allege the 33-year-old dual national raised funds in support of Ukraine. The punishment for treason in Russia is up to 20 years in prison. Two adults in the Super Bowl parade shooting have been charged with murder. Police identified who fired the bullet that killed the one deceased victim Lisa Lopez Galvin, but both men face the same charges. Both have bonds of $1 million. 22 people were injured in the shooting. In addition, two teens face gun-related charges. Julian Assange could learn his fate as early as today. The WikiLeaks founder has been in prison in the UK and fighting extradition to the US for more than a decade. The Australian national faces charges of espionage for publishing classified documents on his website. Documents he and his supporters argue people have a right to see. This week, he's launched an appeal in the UK, hoping for a chance to ask the European Court of Human Rights to block his extradition. If the appeal is denied, he could soon be on a plane bound for the U.S. And Beatlemania is set to hit theaters in a big way. Director Sam Mendes will helm four separate films on each member of the Fab Four. The families of John Lennon and George Harrison, along with Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr, have all granted full story and music rights for the movies. Time now for WBSM Sports, brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Bruins are away to play the Edmonton Oilers tonight at 10, and the Boston Celtics play the Bulls in Chicago on Thursday. Let's check your forecast now with ABC6. Mostly sunny skies out there, temperatures in the mid to low 20s, so do bundle up and the wind chill values in the upper teens. Increasing clouds this afternoon, temperatures in the mid-30s, running a few degrees cooler than average. Mostly cloudy overnight tonight, around 30. And then tomorrow, a little bit above normal, mostly sunny, low 40s. Rain on Friday and the weekend is looking mighty fine with sun. Cooler temperatures, however... On the breezy side, be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. And let's go back to the phones, 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. Just a couple points I want to make and a question for you. Sure. Me, me and my wife, we go out to eat regularly, if you want to call, like once a week regularly. Uh, we both agree that we there are places that have good food and there are places that have exceptionally good food. 
sometimes we'd rather go to the place that has just good food because the service is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. We don't care how good the food is. If the service sucks, we won't go there again. I, I rather, I like the, you know, you pay for the atmosphere, the service. We enjoy that as much as the food. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no, absolutely. Well, do, you, do you agree? Uh, yeah, I mean, and I've, I've done that my whole life. You know, I there were times when I certainly had the, the time, the money, and the ability to go to a better place, and I've chosen to go somewhere else. Like when I was when I was dating my ex-wife, we would go to Friendly's a lot, not because we loved Friendly's, but because we made friends with one of the servers there, and we would go see her and, and hang out with her and got to know everybody. And when I was a kid, we would go to the Ponderosa in Dartmouth all the time, my family. Right. Not because they had really great food, but because... The couple of the servers became, you know, friendly with my parents, and we would go to see them. So it wasn't like let's go to Ponderosa for dinner. It was let's go see Steve and Roy. Exactly. There's, there's a couple of places we go to where we'll sit down and they'll look at me and say, "Okay, uh, your usual Corona, and uh, you want this for an appetizer, right?" And you don't even have to say anything. They know. That's that's amazing. My yeah. question to you, sir, is: I'm sure you've been to places where they. You know, they, they have written down parties of six or more. There's automatically like an 18% uh, tip included yes. with the bill mm -hmm. automatically for big parties. Do you agree that should happen? Um, to me, I tips are based on service. If the service is going to be a guarantee, where's the incentive to give good service? I mean, I don't, I don't love it. I mean, I, I don't get angry about it. But if I was opening a restaurant, I wouldn't do it. You know, I would I would no. leave it up to, to people to be able to, to make that decision on their own. I'm just asking because there have been a few places where that's happened. And we basically, we don't go there no more because I don't agree. You don't give yourself a tip before I get the service. Service comes first. Then my tip is based upon your service. Sometimes I've given 25%. If it's really good, they're friendly, they know what I want. Have you uh, an 18 percent tip just because it's a big party? There's no incentive there, and I, I totally I'm, I'm against that. Well, I think a lot of servers probably don't like it either because how many of those large parties say, "Well, they already they already took the tip out, and then they don't leave anything extra." So now you got an 18 percent right. tip when you might have gotten 20, 25, 30 percent. Exactly, exactly. I just I don't know. I just wanted to see how you felt about that. No, so I'm, I appreciate I mean, your time. All right, yes, you have a great day. Uh, I, I mean, I don't I don't really have a feeling one way or another on it. Like, I don't get angry if I see it on there. I understand it. But, you know, I'm also not just going to leave the 18%. We're going to leave more than that. But I'm going to factor in that 18% and what we leave. I'm not still going to leave 20%, 25% on top of that 18%. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hey, Tim. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Not too bad. Um, you know, a couple things. Um, so I, most of my, uh, from... Um, middle school on, I've worked in restaurants, uh, mostly in, the, in Newport uh, until I got to college. So that was the Black Pearl, the Holy Mackerel, um, Volker Frick, uh, um, Clark, uh, Clark Cookhouse, um, the Landing. So, you know, starting out dishwashing and working my way up to waiting, you know, you learn along the way. And the Black Pearl is obviously a pretty high-end restaurant. Um, and, you know, I think that um, the tips are worth it. I think that people work hard for the tips. Um, they understand that they're on, on um, you know, when there's a waiter or even a bus person that's in the in the room, 
um, they know they're being looked at almost like you're in a play or something. You know, you, people are watching what you're doing and you're being assessed on how you do and that's how you get your tips. I disagree with Shawnee and her oversimplifying that uh, all young people are, um, you know, have no work ethic because um, we, we tip pretty heavily for a lot of young people that, um, that are over the top and um, are friendly, um, uh, that, that, that actually engage with you in a conversation versus just say, have a good one, you know, which I, one of my phrases I absolutely hate is uh, have a good one means nothing. Um, you know, have a nice day is a different story or uh, whatever. But, you know, I think, um, uh, I, I bought, and then we, we do go to a lot of places like the last caller said that we have, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm at the airport, have a lot of um, people that we know that work there and we specifically will go out to go see Jocelyn at the Atlantic Sports Bar in Tiverton or go to, um, uh, uh, you know, there's two or three restaurants will know the, the bartenders and a lot of times we'll eat at the bar because mm -hmm. we, we, we have a relationship, you know? Yeah. So. And, and, and I think that, you know, a lot of these younger folks who are um, providing that service, they're learning that because they're learning that from some of the older folks who are working there with them and teaching them that that's the right way to do it, you know? If it's not, yeah, if it's I, not already their natural personality. Yeah, and uh, I know bartenders and wait people have make make some really really good money. Um, sometimes they do double shifts, and you know, at, at even two different restaurants. But the money that they take home in cash um, sometimes is pretty good. So anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you All for right, the sir. call and safe travels if you're if you're yeah. departing. On the way to Charlotte. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk when Thanks. you get back. See you later. And uh, if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. But um, I'm going to take another break here coming up. The I have a couple notes that I've made of other stories that I want to share. Also, uh, Ted in New Bedford sent in just a, a, a looks like a, a sleepy emoji. Sorry that we're boring you, Ted. I get, I get a feeling that Ted might be the kind of guy that goes out there and sees the 18% uh, the on the bill and says, well... That's it. Left the tip. No, I don't mean to make judgments about you, but obviously this is something that people care about. And it's, uh, it's, it's a topic that we hear about quite a bit behind the scenes with some of these issues that go on. Listen, there's going to be off nights for people. Not, don't, don't judge everybody based on that one time. And I certainly never did. And by the way, I kind of know what I'm talking about when it comes to this stuff. Because not only did I spend 22 years in food service overall, I spent over a decade reviewing restaurants for the Standard Times. So I've been on the other side of the counter, the other side of the table in a critical position. Not critical like it was important, but you know, in a critiquing position where I had to pay attention to all these little nuances. So... I've had the experiences out there. When we, when we come back, I'll, I'll share one of those stories uh, from one of those experiences, which was probably the most egregious thing that's ever happened in a restaurant that I've been at. And it was probably the closest I've ever come to it actually getting to the point where maybe the police were going to have to be called. 508 996 before I go into that break, though, is we're talking about great service, right? We're talking about a place where you don't have to worry about if they're going to come and refill your coffee and if they're going to have the bill ready for you. And if you're not going to, you know, you're going to want to leave a large tip just to know the Phoenix restaurant in North Dartmouth because there they take care of you like you are family. 
The servers over there are fantastic. Whether it be that you're sitting at a table, whether you're at the counter, whether you're just stopping in to get something to go or just getting your food through the drive-thru window. Lisa makes sure that everybody over there feels like they are part of her family and they extend that out to you, the customer. So if you want a place where you know the service and the food are both going to be great, just another Phoenix restaurant on Fonts Corner Road in North Dartmouth. Fantastic specials every day, things that you might not have ever thought of, but also those comforting favorites. If you wake up and you say, man, all I want today is bacon and a couple of over-easy eggs, home fries and toast, they've got that, of course. But maybe you want something more adventurous, like Fruity Pebbles French Toast. They've got that, too. Anything that you can imagine, they've probably put it on the menu at one point or another, and they're always coming up with new ideas. And again, if you can't spend the time to go in there and eat, it's all available through their drive through window. Check them out. Just another Phoenix restaurant, Fonts Corner Road in North Dartmouth. And follow them on Facebook and keep up to date with all of their specials. All right, let's go back to the phones. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. What's shaking, playboy? How you doing, Lamone? I'm just living and loving. So last week, I forgot to tell you, I've got a, I've got a rookie uh, Tom Brady baseball card. Oh, an Expos card? Yes. And and I figured that you would like to see it, and I try to put a video up somewhere. I don't know where it's at. It should be up on, up on my, my channel. I don't know. I hadn't seen it yet. But yeah, and so I was going to tell you that this was like a like like two, like like ten days ago, or something like that. I was going to tell you, but I didn't get a chance to. Uh, so our conversation was cut so short, I didn't get to do that. So we were talking about you heard still talking about how the, the there's no respect in the households. Okay, let me tell you when I used to live in Japan, I uh, I remember going with my my nani. Uh, she took me to her her village. Uh, we, we, her village when we were living there, and I, and there was this one guy in the middle of the village, and I said, "What? What is everybody? What's going on? And why is he there?" She told me this: "They never bring shame to the face of your family, never bring shame to the name of your family." And and she said that to me, and I like I said, I think about things. Like I said, like I said, I've been black most of my life, and so I think about things I've done, I, I could have done, and didn't do, which I'm still alive because I thought about that. Well, anyway, when that guy. That guy, he was in the middle of the village. I saw him commit Hare Curry, you know. Oh, man. A simple group right there. And I was four years old. That was just before we came back to the States. And I remember seeing that. That's something I, I seen very clearly. And and, the, and it was like the blood and the sword he was using was Katana. And you could see it, it, it was so brilliant. You, you, you saw when you, your son was born. Remember when uh, they, that that silver bowl that they had the metal bowl in there? Um, he, he 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 came out a different way, so I didn't I didn't get to see the whole process. Okay, well, good. Okay, well, anyway, so you see how that color and they they go together. It's it's a brilliant color. But like I said, I've seen that and and I I realized like people it's a lot of people don't pray with their kids. A lot of people don't know how to pray. Like I said, I think if, a, if people could have people that have their life with base of God, no, God in the household don't necessarily have to be a, a, a churchly going person, but have religion and stuff in your life. I try to impart that to all my kids, all three of my daughters. But like I said, also, uh, I've got a little bunch of the nieces and nephews running around here. And it's like, I've been more than happy to try to get them to teach them how to pray. And that's something, you know, like like my nephew, Tommy Fan, like I got him praying when he was him and his twin sister, when they were little kids. So it's like, 
it's like to me that's what it is when you you used to shake your hand when the person shakes their shake your hand that meant something you give your word that's that's as good as, as good as good as good as gold yeah and i don't see that i don't see any kind of respect for a per, for people you know the mat doesn't matter the color or what their their position in life is but them being a person i don't see that uh, you know you, you can see it some places but as a whole these youngsters you know they they don't have it and I think a lot of that stuff starts with um, the lack of like, uh, you know, like when we were kids, me and you were kids, we had, we went out and played, okay? And like the kids nowadays, they stay in the house and play. I don't, you know, it's, it's completely different. You had to use your imagination back then. And now these kids could all find their imagination in the palm of their hand. Oh, I but I, that, I still think that they have imagination they bring to it, though. I got to hold you there, Lamone, just because I got to take a final break here for the hour. But, you know, you're right. Kids... Well, Kids, kids do have, you know, a different approach to things. But I, I think that kids still have that same wonder and, and, and imagination as they do. But I guess I guess I have to finish this conversation later because I had something good to go with it. But no, you want to go well, on your commercial. I don't want to talk save to you. Save it for tomorrow. Ooh. All right. You have Ooh. a good day. Play right. on, play and uh, caller saying, on, we will get to you. If not this hour, we'll get to you uh, at the top of the next one. But I've got to take this final break here of this hour. Come. And... Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.